This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. And before we started recording, I wanted to bring up a conversation that we were having between the three of us before we started this episode. And Alexis, um, we were talking about how maybe you want to start showing a little bit of skin. Can we dive into this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not even really sure where this is coming from. I just like started Googling like, (laughs) <laughs> deep V like tops and I was like I feel like I've been a little bit too conservative the last five years yeah and with life opening back up I'm ready to like come out blazing and I'm I was thinking maybe some more decolletage reveals mm. in we're the near show, future we're showing a little chest because Alexis always and I'm obviously everybody that listens knows you wear a shirt that is buttoned up to, like to my neck. chin yeah. you don't you don't show less like there is not a shoulder shown there's Mm-mm. nothing that's lower than the neck shown and but I think with like the heat wave we had in LA yesterday this like random heat I was like oh what am I gonna start wearing when yeah. it warms up and then I went down a rabbit hole of cleavage Bearing shirts. <laughs> so the new me is coming out blazing. All right. The new you is just boobies and Co- skin. Covered, covered in sunscreen. Covered in sunscreen. I love this new look for you. I feel like, you know, we'll, see how, needs... we'll see how I execute it before you, before you congratulate it. We'll see I, how it goes. I'm nervous because sometimes when you, <laughs> when you, when Alexis tries a new look, Thing. I go all in. She oh, goes she, a little yeah, yeah. too hard and then it ends up looking like a costume. <laughs> but it always will be like that. My clothes always look like costumes and I love that. I love my favorite. I love looking like a nutcracker in the winter. I love like <laughs> plaid jackets with black pants and tall boots and like little hats. I'm like, I'm all for it. I love it. Got to live life like you got to be celebrating every day. Billy, what's your new look going to be? Like, are we going to revamp our vibe? You know what? Um, I've actually thought about this. I've I've retired the leather jacket. So, uh, yes, I'm going more with a uh, with It with wasn't suits. a good fit. It was you know like what? very 90s Backstreet Boy. It was like huge and boxy and like Listen, looked Backstreet like. Backstreet is back. I, that's not boxy. My, I actually got that tailored. 
You know what? Well, men, maybe, sh- men shouldn't be wearing leather jackets. I don't. Well, think I don't think. We, yeah, I, I just. I. I. Th- this was. It's. It's interesting. I actually took it. I folded it. I put it in a box and then put it in the closet. And I bought right. Before, you know, in um, December and January, I bought a, a, an alarming number of suits that I just got tailored. So oh. it's gonna be a lot of suits. Not necessarily with ties, but you know, it's just sort of like start dressing my my age. I like that. Yeah, I don't think there, unless you are kind of a costumey sort of dressing man, like if you're a greaser or something like that. A I dandy. Feel like a leather, like a leather a jacket works if you have like, if <laughs> you have you're like a T-birds. vibe, right? Like what kind of a, what kind of a vibe, like a style for a man? I can't think of one that I'm really into the leather jacket on top of. Mm-hmm. No. You know? Mm-hmm. You gotta be in a, a well, literal it's, band. It's already, it's already gone. Even a band like Jared, no other jackets for him. No, he doesn't yeah. have the right. Well, what, what about body you, type? Yeah. Um, my new vibe. Yeah, is there any new vibes coming up for for Jack Vanek? Well, speaking of leather jackets, I did buy myself a floor length leather jacket. Whoa. Um, very matrixy, and okay. I'm excited to bring that into the next coming months before it gets too hot to wear into my travels, maybe. I love that. Channeling, yeah, channeling that vibe. That's what I'm doing recently. And I'm in, I'm into it. I'm here for all this. Um, okay, well, do we have anything to talk about before we jump into our dark day? Uh, no, just um, you can also binge the first two episodes of Unraveled, too. Yes. Which is which I'm which I'm starting. This was the, this is our our fifth season, and I'm starting to like it more and more. I listened to it today, and I was just like, this is a good freaking episode. So, what is the what's the th- what's the I mean, season about? Imagine that you have a it, it's the the scariest kind of killers that are out there. Think about a sexual thrill killer mm. who never kills again, who and just then does it once, merges oh. back into society, and then is a DJ at your daughter's dance. That's what happened with, the, with our first story, which is DJ Freeze. And the whole idea of like profilers came in and said, this is a stranger murder, sexual assault, um, a, a horrific crime scene. This has to be somebody that is a serial offender. And guess what? Never had a record, nothing. And we've, we're seeing that across the country with all the genetic genealogy solves. We're seeing people that are being caught that did it once and then decided maybe this isn't for me. And then and- they melt back into society. So is the season like is each episode like a different story? Uh, I would say no. Kind of. It's yeah. it's no. I mean, it's bit. two stories in the whole thing, pretty much. Like it's yeah. a deep dive. But then we also talk to profilers and all that stuff. And sort of Interesting. Like what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird yeah. shit, guys. Good all one. right, well, go binge the first two episodes. Yeah. Um, right. Congrats. Yeah, and leave us some reviews too. That'd be lovely. Lovely. Yes. yes nice yes. ones. All right, nice ones, of course. Yes. <laughs> all right, Billy. What is the dark day today? All right, today is April 7th, and it's generally seen as the birthday of the internet, which is a dark day indeed. Yes, sure Today, in 1969, engineers successfully published the first Request for Comments document, or RFC. Now, this is a document that you publish, and then it has research and proposals and things, and then engineers review it, and then they add their own comments and concepts and ideas. I want to say, I want to interject... Billy picked this because this is some nerd shit All right. that we did not <laughs> no, sign up. No, you know what? I did see it. I, I was going to send it as an option because usually Billy and I go back and forth with, you know, pre- prepping killing mm-hmm. times. And there were a few different options. And this was one of the ones I was looking at because I'm like, it is dark. The beginning mm-hmm. of the Internet really marks a dark age in humanity. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it keeps getting darker for us. It keeps and, getting and darker. I'm, and now yeah, we're yeah, in so- the metaverse. 
So right. yeah, exactly. So it happened today. I'm sure the next day that was when the sh- the first troll came about that was shit talking <laughs> some comment about something. Yeah. You know, this is the day it all started. And while some people were tripping on acid at a dead show, these geeks were kickstarting what is known as the internet. Mm. And it's all been downhill from there. Turn back time. Turn mm. back time. Find no, a way. No, thank you. Well, that is a dark day. What is our true crime in real time? Well, true crime in real time is internet related too, because they reported that there's a 64% increase from 2020 in cybercrime complaints. $6.9 billion wow. in complaints in, in, in cybercrimes last year. The first ones, the, the main one, $2.4 billion, the costiest cli- uh, crime is um, unauthorized money transfers. You know, I, have, a I just had a digital crime happen to me like a week ago, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us about your digital crime. Somebody, Jack already knows this because I sent her the screenshots. Somebody broke into my Revolve account. And if you don't know what Revolve is, it's an expensive clothing online yes. uh, retail store. Designer stuff, just whatever. And I don't even really shop there that much. But I do sometimes. And I had a credit card stored. And what happened was it was really smart. I suddenly got a notification like, thank you for your purchase. And then the second I got that email, I started getting spammed with probably a thousand spam emails. Their hope was that the the confirmation, because it was tethered, like my Revolve accounts attached to my email. So they were hoping it would get lost in the spamming of emails. You would just be like, oh my God, I just got like all signed up for a million email lists and you're just deleting them all. Delete them all. Exactly. Because then there was a second email from Revolve that the person was messaging them saying, oh, I put in the wrong address. And it was like a $1,200 purchase for like an off-white sweatshirt, two of them, right? And two off-white hats. And I'm like, these are so ugly. And when I Googled (laughs) the address where they wanted them sent, it was to some like random like place in Brooklyn. It was a whole fucking thing. But I was like, this is an interesting tactic. Your e-commerce, your your e-commerce luck is really bad. I know. It's like there's always something happening to you. I'm a cyber crime victim. You are a cyber crime (laughs) victim. Well, so the other things are uh, investment schemes cost $1.5 billion. Romance schemes cost $956 million. Sad. Yeah, Sad, and we've talked I about know. a few of those. Personal data breaches, $517 million, And real estate scams, $350 million. Like, do you want to buy the Eiffel Tower, which we talked about last week? That is hysterical. Yeah. Did I ever tell you guys how I almost got scammed when I was looking for a new house once? No. No. This was a long time ago. It was when I lived in the Castle Lex Mm. and um, like in my early 20s and I was looking to move and I was looking on Craigslist and there's this amazing house up by the uh, Greek theater in Los Feliz and in L.A. It was beautiful. And I'm like talking to the person. We're going back and forth about the whole thing. And they do the quintessential. They're like yeah, you know, I have to leave the country like immediately. And I'm really looking for like a really good person to take over this house. Like, I don't really care about the money, but um, I'm going to need you to uh, wire me over $500 so then I could like send you the key. But then the house will be yours after that. Like it's the quintessential scam mm-hmm. of like, just send me over a wire transfer. And then the, I just want the house to go to a good person. Mm, and I was, you a- know, I was about to do it. I was about to do it. And I told my mom about it. And she was like, Jacqueline, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) That's such a her move. All of your information. Yeah, no, wire transfers, just ask Anna Delvey. That's like how scammer, it's scammer 101. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not to ask Anna Delvey. She's got. 
I can't do it. That actually wasn't bad. That was wasn't bad. bad. Yes. Yeah. By the way, all right, you should stop. I, while you're a, ahead. I like the way that you do we're, it. You're like really quiet when you do it, though. Like we a little we're Swedish recording. girl. Yeah. <laughs> we're recording this uh, a little bit ahead of time. She's got to have hit uh, by now one million um, Instagram followers, and she was at. I think she's it's, already it's ahead amazing. of that. Yeah. It's she is just. She's doing it. She's living the dream yeah. now. Hey, yeah, she was on call her until you make it, and now she's made it. Like she faked it till she made it. Yeah. That's some shit. Where there's guys. a will, there's a way. You know, make what? it till you anyone, make it, and, unless you're a doctor. Anyone that committed yes. to anything, like I've never seen anyone more committed to getting lots of money than her. Yeah. So maybe she should have it. You know what? Leave that club, alone. I hope she opens that club that she wanted to open. It's a club within a club. It sounded cool. You know, I was all about a club it. within a club. Yeah. Well, it was like oh, several clubs in a club. It was like an yeah. art Soho house, but better. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd be yeah. into it. Maybe. Yeah. Let's see it start. Let's see it. All right. Well, um, that's the end of this. I was going to say that's enough of that. So let's turn down the lights. Um, when we come back, it's time for On the Stand. We've got I some got bitching to do. We've got yes. some bitching to do. That's right. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Welcome to On The Stand. Each week we bring a person, place, thing, or idea on the stand. We prosecute it or defend it, have a chat, bring it to Instagram, and we'll see, you know, if we're mad or happy about the right things in life. So would anybody like to go first? I'll go first. Do it. So I got this idea from someone in the Facebook group, but this is something I obsess about, and it's something I use to judge people. Okay. Shopping carts, shopping carts, go put them back where they belong when you're done. Like people like roll them into the car, into the side of the car next to them. And they're like, yeah, it's not my fucking car. Who cares? Yeah. And then there's a poor person who has to like, especially underground parking lots like here they have in L.A. Think about the guy. There's carbon monoxide down there. Don't make him go walk or her go walk to go get it. Like go put it back where it belongs. Yeah. So you're putting not putting your shop cart back in the little line on the stand yeah i'm prosecuting people who don't put their shopping carts back yeah um i did see that post in facebook and there was like 100 comments on it so people are very passionate about it um i agree with you i mean it's such a simple task for you as an individual to do just put your shopping cart back and by you know dozens or hundreds of people not doing it now you're creating such a massive pain in the ass for somebody to take care of your laziness for you. Right. It's so, it's so easy to just do it. Totally. I have a question about our uh, Facebook group. Was there anybody for it? Was there anybody like, fuck you, shopping carts? I can do whatever. Oh, did anybody go and I say that? I didn't read the comments. I didn't I either. Post. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's one. There's always one. There's, there's always, always one, one who's like, why should I? Yeah. Why should I put fuck it back? They're being paid to put them back. Yeah. You know what? It might have been, been somebody that had that job. Back then, you know, maybe so they, now maybe it's it retribution. Yeah. They oh, never you know put what? them back. I don't know to get back for all the time. I don't think anybody did. I think out of those hundred comments, I don't think anybody was just. Our like, listeners are your polite and respectful. They yeah. they probably all put their cards back. Yes, but there are a lot of people out in this big bad world that don't. That's yeah. right, and all they right. should be put on the stand. Mm. I agree. Call, it's not that, that, that hard. Yeah, guilty. we're gonna call that guilty. Yeah, guilty. Mm. Um, I'll go next. So. Excellent. My on the stand also comes from the Facebook group, and I finally remembered the person that uh, recommended it, Katie Kay. Mm. She made a post about it. And you know what? By the way, I love now that our listeners are 
making posts for on the stand. They're like, on the stand, blah, 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 blah. And then there's such a healthy discussion for all of these. I really love it. So more of those, please. Yes. So Katie K wanted us to put on the stand automatic hand dryers. And I'm going to go a step further and I'm going to say automatic anything in the bathroom, an automatic toilet, automatic sinks, automatic uh, soap dispensers, but most importantly, the automatic dryers. Because the automatic dryers, have I talked about this before? No. Okay. The automatic dryers, there was a study that was done recently about the... um, bacteria that lives within those Dyson ones that you like put your hands in the middle of them, you know, interesting. And the, the wind goes from both sides. Um, it's fucking disgusting. It's just like flying around all the bacteria, probably all the poop particles that are in the bathroom and just like throwing them on your body. So, um, I hate it. And I also just don't think any of those automatic things work when you want them to work. You're like going to the bathroom, like trying to like pee in peace and quiet. And then all of a sudden the toilet starts flushing and like throwing water and your pee all over you. Like let the people decide when they want to do things in the bathroom. That's what I have to say. Okay. Yeah. I support that. Thank you. Billy? Yeah, um, I support that too. I don't think anybody's going to, yeah, I'm not into it at all. Some people like it. Some, I mean, they were made for a reason. No, it doesn't even get your hands dry. I don't want to stand there. I want to walk as I'm leaving with a paper towel. Like, I don't have time to just stand there. Like, <laughs> if you're already in a gas station bathroom, you don't want to be there. You don't want to stand there any longer than you have to. I want a paper towel to go. Yes. <laughs> and I think that... How do, you, how do you get out of there without touching the door again? I know. Without a paper towel? Because yeah. that, that's happened where literally there's no paper towels in the room because they're trying to keep it clean. So I'm like, oh, I have to go get some toilet paper, then open the door. It just seems silly. I feel like they were made in the beginning because it's like the future, right? It's like you don't have to touch anything. But well, then that was the it's... whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It was that was the thing. It was like so you don't have to touch anything, but they just don't necessarily work. I can tell you this. Just I think it may, maybe it's my height or something. But any any time I try to get soap out, the soap never comes out. The, the soap dispenser stuff. The it's probably because your arms are gangly. They like flail. You probably like get a weird. Probably, you got a weird yeah. like. It, like I can't like censor you because it's you're like too, a towel like, that you. It's like whipping gumby. a towel. It's like yeah. Anti-gumby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Guilty. <laughs> He's like, thanks. All right. Thanks. Uh, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull from the uh, Facebook group as well. Justine we, we Elizabeth. We say guilty then, right? Yeah. Yes. Guilty. Yeah. Great. Justine Elizabeth asked, "What about dipping French fries into chocolate shakes?" And I am all about it. I'm yes. putting this on the stand. This is a good one. Particularly um, Wendy's. Wendy's with the frosting. Ooh, a frosting. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with this. I couldn't do only that. I'd also need ketchup to like yeah. have some ketchup. I couldn't Round do it out. This alone, but it's definitely a delicious treat. It is quite a delight. Um, there is nothing like dipping a fry into a chocolate frosty. Like that is a nostalgic taste that really brings me back, and nothing compares. And might right. I say, an indulgence. <laughs> like oh, it's like the two most delicious, naughty things in the world. And it's like, let's let's make a marriage of of darkness and then right. inhale and- it. Here, here's another reason why I love our Facebook group. So Cass Collier said, dip French fries into A&W root beer, which Ew. is such a Midwestern thing right there. Too but wet. Then, Too wet. But then Janet JG said, yes, chips and strawberry milkshakes is, is A-OK. And she meant French fries because obviously she's from the UK, which I thought was very cute that we've got like That's, a Midwesterner saying mm, A&W root beer. It has to be a beer. chocolate milkshake. 
It can't I, be a strawberry. I feel like Jared would like that. He Everybody's loves... saying vanilla, not chocolate. No. no. <laughs> no a no. resounding no. There's Love... nothing better than a potato chip or a potato and chocolate. Like that's mm. like a chocolate dipped potato chip is so mm. fucking good. Yeah. You know? All right. It's like the starch and the sweetness. It's like a pancake. Like pancakes alone aren't sweet. But when you put like, and then you want butter on it, you want it salty and you want syrup. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like mm. a potato pan, potato pancake with like chocolate syrup <laughs> would be fucking something else. <laughs> we're we're going to. I, I, like, I like this one. This is the last one I got to read. So I, I love our UK listeners. Don Mackey says, okay, so I'm Scottish. And this has always bewildered me. Fries dipped in shakes until I tried it in lockdown. McDonald's fries and chocolate shake. And found it oddly nice. <laughs> it is oddly nice. <laughs> Were you saying nice. that with an accent? I couldn't no, 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 tell. No, no, no. I was not going to go there because I already tried my accent for today. There's one okay. accent per day. And you're up, so you should stay. You should quit when you're ahead. Yes, because exactly. it, yep. it was a decent. So, we didn't mock you for it. So not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. I want guilty. one tonight. Mm. That was a good on the stand. We all like we had a really strong Response. conviction on everything. Love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when we come back, it is time for some true crime rewind. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, 
Dior, Stodd, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Yeah, it's rewind time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to True Crime Rewind. We're going to talk about my favorite radio personality of all time. He is the king of all media. He's Howard Stern. And what does Howard Stern have to do with true crime? Well, I found some uh, stories. There have been stories that have that have been out there for a while. The first one is in August of 1997, a guy calling himself Clay, the serial killer, called up the Howard Stern Show and confessed to 12 murders of sex workers live on the air. Do you guys know this story? I know of it. I didn't know about it until today, but it's yeah. pretty fucking crazy. It, it, it is cr- pretty crazy. Um, he gave some details. It indicated that he was white. It indicated that he was from New Orleans. Howard was trying to pull stuff out from him. He was also talking over him a little bit. There might have been a couple things that he might have said that were better, but Howard was trying to you know, pull the conversation along. Um, right after the interview, he actually, the FBI came down and allegedly, we, we don't know this for sure, but they went and they got, um, all the audio recordings and stuff like that to establish the caller's location and possible identity. People go back and forth as to whether it was him or not, but I think we should have a listen and decide for ourselves. Okay, Clay. So what happened? How many prostitutes have you killed? 12. And you're wondering yeah. why you do it? I have a pretty good idea. Why? Did your mom beat you? Did your mom spank you? Did, uh... Was your mom a prostitute? No. Actually, nothing like that. What is it, then? I think I just do it for the sense of the power. Right. Do you have sex with them first? Yes, and... And then what, you strangle them? Once. How else did you kill them? Well, a few times. Actually, most times with a hammer. Hmm. And where do you do this primarily? Uh, I've done it twice in a parking garage, and then the rest of the time's on the side of the road. And uh, you're from the New Orleans area? Yes. Hmm. And how, I mean, what do you, you beat them to death with a hammer? Man. That usually only takes once in it. Dude, you got to have a lot of anger in you. Yes. Man. Okay. So, this goes on for like... 17 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Listen, but this Howard guy... had four hours to fill every every day, so... Yeah, well, he's like, and also, you want to keep a guy like this on the line, too, and Howard was always great at that. Yeah, so it's, like, really interesting. This guy's, like, so matter-of-fact, kind of just, like, no emotion in, like, whatever he's saying, but, like, he has answers to everything, like, immediately. Well, like, it doesn't... Okay, usually people who are pranking someone sound a little bit more, like, amused with themselves. Yeah. You know, like, it, it doesn't seem like he's, like, trying to be funny... Or no. trying to trick him. You know what I mean? To like, it doesn't sound like he's trying to make a prank. Like, the matter of he, factness is sort of like too detached to be a prank. Because I feel seem like a prank like would be more over the top. 
Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's trying to do anything. Like, he doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like he's trying to get it off of his chest. Or he's like, there doesn't seem like a reason. He's just kind of blankly talking about it. And then that's that's it. It's so bizarre. And obviously, if the FBI listened to it and they're like, that sounds like it's the truth. Yeah. You know, then they took it seriously. Because I'm sure shit like this happens all the time. And they have to pick and choose what to take seriously. Well, it was they were investigating, like, all of these murders. And he said that... They like uh, allegedly for whatever the murders that they were looking into, they had a suspect and it wasn't him. Um, so mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I've killed all these people, but like, mm, who knows who they are? So, right. yeah, a lot of people point to there was a guy named Russell Elwood who in 1998 was uh, stood trial for the 93 murders of Cheryl Lewis and Dolores Mack, and they think he might have had 15 murders in the, in the New Orleans area. Could have been him. Who knows? You think he would have fessed up by then and then become a member of the Whack Pack or something. So it's kind of weird. Whack Pack? Yeah. You don't know what the Whack Pack is? No. Well, we're going to get into the Whack Pack pretty soon. So, yes. Okay. So we'll tell you right now. The Whack Pack is uh, any, everybody that uh, you Way never heard of Crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> never, <laughs> I did the I did the anti-Howard. A, a, Howard Stern was very good at keeping people on listening. I'm going to get right to it. The Whack Pack was a, um, a group or is a group of people that are a little bit on the uh, edges of society that Howard talks to a lot. So there oh. was... Um, there was Crackhead Bob, who is a, a guy that was a crackhead and uh, no had way. a very interesting, usually people with interesting voices. High Pitch Eric. Were they actors or were they real? No, these were real people. High Pitched yeah. Eric. Why don't we get Eric, some yes. for this show? <laughs> like, I feel like we need some mascots. We do. Yeah. We but need we some need wacky like, do- wackadoodles. We, we need wackadoodle like panelists we can call for advice. Yeah. That's there's such a, a good idea. It's such a good Hank, idea. Hank, Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf was was one of them. Uh, a lot of them, unfortunately, have passed away. There was, but there's a lot of them. Yes. So, um, if anybody is listening out there and you are a unique individual and you would like to be part of our panel, please let us know. A hundred percent. Yes. We're, especially we're t- if you, especially if you have like a a job with some like insight. Like if maybe you worked at a prison, and when we talk about prisons, we can give you get some insight, or maybe like call a friend. Yeah, or like some odd job. I don't know if you have a if you have a gimmick, we could be if interested a, in that. Yes, we're looking for gimmicks only, <laughs> completely. <laughs> yeah, have so to have like, a gimmick. Yeah, Let we want to be able to like phone a friend when we we're at a crossroads in a conversation. Yes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, yes, that 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 sounds good. Yes. So, so with this clay guy, they just like never they look the FBI looked into it, but then like nothing ever happened from it. Really, never, like no dots yep. were connected. No dots were connected. It remains a mystery. People talk about it here or there. I think True Crime Garage did an episode on it, and um, oh, they did. You know, people. Yeah, people just uh, want some people want to believe it, some people don't, and that's where it goes. So but whatever is it not- is, this guy is fucking creepy. Like if you oh, look the creepy. whole inter- interviews on YouTube, I listen to the whole thing. Um. Even his, if it's not real and it was a prank, his imagination is really fucking sick. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. and it wasn't over the top either. That's the thing. No. It's just like he didn't go over the top with it, and um, that's why it's believable. That's why it's believable. So yeah, <sighs> completely. So in on a, another note, uh, in 1994, Howard actually talked a suicidal man off of a bridge, wow. live on the air, which was great. Um, he was um, he was. He had called into the Stern show. He said he was planning on jumping from the George Washington Bridge, which connects New York uh, to New Jersey. And uh, his name was Emilio Bonilla. And he called up Howard just because he wanted to, uh, he said he wanted to laugh, but he was he was ready to do it. And 
Luckily, you know, actually the news actually went down there because everybody listens to Howard. And you saw um, while he was still on the bridge, like a couple motorists stopped too and were able to pull him off. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I know. That's crazy. It's like crowdsourcing, like life-saving. Crowdsourcing, life-saving. Yeah. So, so I mean, the, the power that Howard had, especially when he was on K-Rock, was, was immense. Everybody was listening to him. I did look up the uh, Howard Stern's craziest moments, and they were all pretty shocking. Yes. Bad. No, there's <laughs> anal ring tosses. Yes. I'm not, yeah, he said I, some I, fucked up shit. Absolutely. But I will say this. Before Howard got to New York City, crime was really, really bad. He got to New York City and crime went down. And that's because every blue collar mm. worker, anybody that was pissed off was listening to him and they were chilled out before the day. I'm telling I'm you. I need some data behind that. I will, yes. I, will like a reach. I will absolutely post some data. Okay. Again. All right. Anyways, every, every person's <laughs> opinions on this podcast are their own. Yeah, we don't share the same opinions as Billy on this one. But um, it's time to do the worstiest ever. So we'll be right back. <laughs> this is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Come one, come all. It's time to be terrible people together. Wait, we just we have to acknowledge the fact that this is the first time ever that Alexis had to get that move in. She jumped right over Billy's uh, <laughs> outro. Yeah. Well, sometimes it was it was dragging. Someone has to keep this shit mm-hmm. moving. So this is a little treat today. Normally, I um I pre-screen these. Hmm. I at least read a transcription of them today. These are just, we're going in cold. No well, idea. I just picked two random ones. When we go in cold, ones. it's never great. <laughs> you know, um, we'll probably edit if it's if it's bad. You know what, though? It, it could be somebody confessing a murder. We don't know, so keep wow. listening. Yeah, our mm. genuine reactions. I mean, if someone did that, we'd have a whole separate podcast series to uncover, so yeah. that wouldn't be the worst thing. No. All right, here we go. Number one. Hey, guys. Billy, Jack, Alexis, I love you so much. Um, here's my firsty worsty. I do believe I've called before, but I may have called the wrong number. Whoops. So, a little backstory here. I got pregnant when I was 18, um, had my baby at 19, but the sperm donor is from Mexico, and I had bought some speakers, some subs, and I sold them to him for super cheap, okay? And he wouldn't pay me back. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to raise a kid? if you won't even give me $35 for these speakers. So my friend and I took matters into our own hands. We let our friend, another friend, know that we were going to do this. He provided us with a bat 
and a little tool that he said would shatter the window quietly. So at about like 3 a.m., we rolled up to the house and uh, parked our car in a different driveway behind some trees and went to go shatter the window. As soon as we pressed whatever that was in, it was not quiet. It, in fact, went and um, I was scared senseless. Also, I was about six months pregnant, mind you. Well, coast was clear, so we went in, got the speakers, got a brand new amp, took that shit out. I waddled my pregnant ass back to my car, called my friend and was like, shame on you, because that tool was not quiet, but I did not get caught or get my ass beat. And this motherfucker tried telling me, I shipped them to Mexico. Uh, you're an idiot. I'm like, they're in my house, bitch. And then I sold them to a guy at one of my favorite restaurants for, um, like, triple what I bought them for with the new amp. And they had even replaced a speaker in there. So that guy can fuck off. Honestly, I really don't feel bad about it. I know I was, like, breaking the law, but it was worth it. So, yeah. That's one of my thirsty worsties. I love you guys. Bye. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, So wait, I'm sorry. This, this whole thing was very chaotic and I don't even know what happened. (laughs) But I know that we found a whack packer for us. That's our first whack packer. Okay. First of all, first of all, I'm going to need more information. So we're going to need you to call back, but um, this is what I want to know. Did you, are you guys not together because of the subs? Like, it feels Uh, like there's more anger here that's unexplained. Like, it seems like you were mad at him before this. Wait, so she's mad at him because he wouldn't pay her for the speakers. So she went and broke into his house and stole them. And took him back. Well, he lied. He said he sent them to Mexico, which is probably where he's from. So she was like, I'm going to take those things. And it doesn't sound like you were together at the time. No. (laughs) But it's his baby with you this is shared baby at least biologi- biologically not like i don't know what your situation is with your with your with your what, custody what agreement <laughs> what is that right sh- i didn't get that 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 was the the shared baby but that's he, what you guys she got? called him the sperm donor oh, yeah okay. all right wow so i want to know more like did this did the speakers break you up like is that why this you know or were you mad at him before that but I love your general anger and the way it really went in with your storytelling. And, and honestly, I don't, I don't take issue with taking something back. You know, no. if it was yours, you took it back. And, like, maybe he didn't like the way you went about it. <laughs> but, like, next well, time. It's not really considered stealing that's, if it's yours, is it? That's how OJ, that's how OJ got caught. <laughs> Dude, I don't <laughs> condone breaking the law. But I also, like, it's human nature to, like, if something was your, yours and you, like, it, just expect it to happen. If you don't give someone their shit back, shit could go wrong, like it did here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were 18. You were, this was an impulsive decision. But it doesn't sound like you regret it. So I think you can live in glory with it. Yeah. I think she's And you sound it. like a fun mom. You have a lucky baby or child or yes. adult now. What I don't know how old you are. You sound young still, so I'm a little <laughs> I'm having a hard time assessing what <laughs> stage of your life you're in now. Okay. But anyways, on to the next. <laughs> Hi, Jack, Alexis, and Billy. Um, you guys have my absolute favorite podcast. Um, and I do listen to a lot of podcasts and I love yours. Um, the worst thing I've ever done, um, my son 
was dying for a fish and some fish in a fish tank. Um, so I, I gave in and to, even when I thought I shouldn't and I, uh, got some, some fish. Um, they slowly started dying and I could not stand cleaning the fish tank anymore. He didn't clean it at all and it turned into my fish tank. And when we were down to two fish, um, I accidentally left the fish tank outside on a cold night and killed the last two fish from the cold water. So I don't know if that makes me a fish serial killer or a murderer. I don't know. Um, but I did kill those two fish and it wasn't accidental. It was on purpose. And that is probably the worst thing I've ever done. Um, Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, we just said we wanted someone to call in and confess a murder and like asking you shall receive. Yeah. And this it's I don't wouldn't she be technically a fish mass murderer because she killed them at the same time. It's kind of a spree. It's kind of a spree if it's two. But here's the thing. Like people are going to like clutch their pearls because they're pets. But like I've been fishing. I've been fishing. (laughs) And I. I ate a fish yesterday. Yeah. So it's like, how bad is this? I I don't know. But I think people wince at the idea of that, like, this was considered a pet, you know? I think anything with a name. Yeah. It's usually what it comes down to. You know, it's you were neglecting those fish anyways. So what's worse? The slow death? The sun was. Or the fast? Well, she was too. (laughs) Well, there's there's fish neglect all around. So it's like, I mean, if you're going to look on the bright side, maybe you just put them out of their misery. You know, they probably were going to die soon anyway. Yeah, they weren't going to. They last, were. So. She said they're dying. They're, they're like dying. Th- those fish. Every kid wants a fish tank because they look so cool. But like they're kind of a depressing concept. And you learned your lesson. And you know what? No one should give you a hard time about this. Who eat fish? If people are like eating fish, then no one should give you a hard time. Yeah, whatever. I do want to know if they had names because that gives you an edge. If that's if that's the case, you're like a baddie. Yeah, like no one should fuck with you. Yeah, you're a bad person. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> Remember Felipe and Ronaldo? Yeah, I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll kill you too. No, it so gives just, you like street cred for so sure. So go to your room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, mm. these were some right. good. These were some two good blind, two good, two good blind ones. To be honest, you know what? They're getting better and better. So tell all of your friends to call in. Yeah, call That's in. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Lex, I think the only thing left is the stanza. Okay. Well, I have to give a little contextual information for this stanza. Uh, when I, I look at the research that we're talking about that day as a way to like inspire the poem, yes. we were talking a lot about calls and like calling in. Mm-hmm. So I did this based on the famous George Costanza answering machine message that was like a song. George isn't at home. This poem is an extension if that song was to keep going. <laughs> so here we go. And I will, this c- might be my worst poem yet, or it's going to be like a knockout of the park. Like it could yeah, go I, either way. And I will say this me and Alexis were texting. She was like, I need an idea. And then literally, I was like, never mind, got like, it. <laughs> I got it. Okay, fine. And then that was I it. Like, and I knew she was just writing. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, that was, that was like an, that was an hour ago. A <laughs> stroke of genius. Yeah. Okay. So it starts with the the original line. So, believe it or not, George isn't at home. Leave a message after the beep. 
I must be out mm-hmm. or I'd pick up the phone. Where could yeah. I be? Mm-hmm. I'm at the cafe or I'm wasting the day. I'm committing a crime or I'm scheming for dimes. I'm lying to dates, making people irate. What else do you expect? If you're calling to ask for a favor or two, don't bother because I'll disappoint you. I'll be in a bad mood or I'll act like a shrew. I'll probably will give you the flu or make you feel blue. Maybe I, maybe don't leave a message because I hate you. No, maybe don't leave a message because I hate you. That's the last line. Okay. <laughs> the way that you were singing it didn't feel like it was. I know. Should I redo it? <laughs> no, it's good. No, I think that's... It was perfection. That was was pr- it? Yeah. It was pretty if, good. But I, miss, I didn't land the last line. It's did okay. You say it out, feel- did you say it out loud before you did this? Like, did yeah, you say twice. It and I was, like, I was like, oh, I was like, I should shut the door because like there's people in my <laughs> office. I was like, what the fuck is this psycho doing? Uh, and then I played it on YouTube to make sure I had the cadence right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you still messed it up, but it was perfect. You know, it's perfect the way it is. You know what? George would have messed it up, too. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Lux. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Thanks Bye, for listening. Bye. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.